becoming more and more convinced how God wants to work in the body of believers. You see, it's, it's no accident that we come together. It's no accident that we come together as the people of God, all different. All different. We're not all like Dan and Joyce and Aaron. We can't sing as good as Aaron sings. And, uh, and, and I look across this congregation and I just say, isn't it cool that God has given us this body that is gifted in so many different ways? And we'll try to get to that. But let me just remind you that God said he knew you. Remember Psalm 139? He knew you before you were even born. He, he knit us together in, the, in our mother's womb. His works are wonderful. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before even one of them came to be. And he gifted us. He gifted you. And, and I reminded you last week of the gifts that we have given to us as a body. We were given the Holy Spirit when we became uh, saved and, and he recognized in us and he deposited the Holy Spirit into us. Acts 2.38. And, and he gave us fruits. He allowed us to be fruitful because of who he is. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all from Galatians chapter 5. He has given us gifts we talked about it last week, so I'm going to hurriedly go past that, but I just want to remind you to set the stage for what we're talking about. God has given us gifts, and he's, he's given us wonderful gifts that we call the gifts of the Spirit. From 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and from Romans chapter 12, look at all of those gifts. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge. The word of faith, the gifts of healing, miraculous powers, prophecy, discerning between spirits and tongues and interpretation, serving, teaching, encouraging, gifting, giving leadership and showing mercy and on and on it goes. And I think these, are, especially these secondary Romans 12 gifts, they go on and on. And these are just examples of the gifts that we have. And if you knew the complexity, and you knew everybody, and some of you may know everybody in our body, and you say, yeah, that one's particularly gifted in blank. Yes, that one is particularly gifted. I wish I could sing, Myron. But God has given him a unique gift and, 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 and so many of you in lots of different ways, and he, he puts this all together. And we talked about it last week, and Emily, I'm going to skip ahead a tad. But we, are, we all function as gifts, and, and Paul illustrated it in Romans as part of the body. We are functioning as a part of the body, and we are parts of his one body, and each one of us have different works to do. Romans 12, 5, in the, in the, in the message version says, Each of us finds our meaning and function as a part of his body. As a part of his body. 
And, and I think, and I've watched this congregation functioning, and we talked a little bit about it as we were, we were having a, a wonderful time of fellowship uh, a little bit back with Ken and his family. We were, we were just in, uh, being helpful to the family of the Bickerstaffs. And we have people all around that were cooks. And every Sunday morning, Miss Joyce is over there cutting up the donuts and, and, and helping in different kinds of ways. And, and we see God working in the body in different kinds of functions and different kinds of ways. We see, Dan, anything I ask Dan to do, he can do it. And now I've given him the tough job of, of making the coffee on Sunday morning. And he does it pretty good. How many say yes? Yes, he's a good coffee maker. And besides that, he's built about all kinds of stuff. And, and he says, I can do that. And he does it. God has gifted him. And, and I can remember when, when Myron and Jim Wilson were out painting this. Where's that? I think that is outside in the, in the vista, uh, in the little carport area. And uh, put Sandy to praying, big time, when Jim went up in the genie tower. And, and we worked, and Pam, and, and, and so many different people. And, and we see guys, when we say, let's, let's put something out in the football field in Toronto, they can do it. And I remember when I was a while back, the baptistry was leaking a little bit. And, and we needed to fix the pump. And I said, I know the guy that's gifted to that. So I call up on my cell phone. I say, Tom, Tom McGuire, you need to crawl underneath there and find that leak. And why that air thing, why, why can't we get the heat working right? Gifted in the body. Gifted in the body. And a while back, this guy here, he had the bright idea. It would be cool if we could get the youth of our church and the youth of a lot of other Christian kids around this city to come and, and do a program and a kind of a flashback into the 80s. High tops. And, and I said, now I can't do that. You know, I can't do it by myself. You know, I can, I can throw out a few ideas here and there. So what do I say? I get a, a bunch of kids like Emily and like Rebecca Scarpone and Jacob Townsend. And I say, now... Jacob, could you do this part? And Rebecca, could you do this part? And this part? And sure enough, they had never done it before. But we, we asked them to say, can you, can you give a try at this? And it's amazing, church, how we began to see God develop gifts in these kids that we may have never imagined and, uh, and God was good. God was good. And a lot of people, a lot of adults, a lot of other kids in this community came alongside the leadership of that team. And it was accomplished. It was accomplished. When we acknowledge the gifts God gives his children, we see the family of God, the perfect place to discover and use the gifts. It places the Christian under the spiritual protection of godly leaders and gives the saint accountability. You with me? You with me? I see the church in a marvelous capacity 
in the function of, of what God wants to do. Now, some of you know I play trumpet. Frank says I don't play trumpet here enough. Is that true, Frank? <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it's interesting, you know, and can I, can I just say that I don't want to sound like I'm patting myself on the back, but, but I think the Lord has given me a reasonable gift to play the horn. Now, it's not my major gift now. I need to do other things. Uh, but, but it's interesting how that gift got started. Can I just kind of just use this as an illustration? Now, I could, I learned how to start playing the horn at school, in the public school. And they told me how to play notes. G is open. A is one and two. And uh, a B, you play with the second valve, and then you play C with the open no, but you just have to buzz a little tighter, and it goes a little higher. You see, I started, but, but interestingly enough, where I learned to play the horn like I do today when I get it out is in church. It was a church. And I began to understand the ability to harmonize. You know, be able to just start to play harmonies. Or, or just, if, if someone plays, says, play this song. I learned it in church. Because back when I was a kid, about this tall, my pastor would, we would, had a little orchestra. And it was four or five of us sitting over here in the orchestra. And after the offering, a lot of times, this pastor that we had, he would say, Gary and Gordon. Gordon was the brother that we had here back in July. I want you to come up and play a song. Now, you know, normally we give everybody around here six weeks notice, you know. But back, that, back then, we gave him two minutes notice. He says, come up and play a song. So my brother and I would say, okay, Gary, you play the melody the first time. I'll play, and then you play harmony the second time. And we started to do things like harmonize, like play by ear. And where did we learn it? In the, thank you. Thank you, Jack. You are smart. You are smart. And, and God would begin to open this kind of thinking and, and allow me to, to learn certain things. And I listened to our band up here. And I don't want them to get the big head. They get pretty good, you know. And and I remember when I first told Nathan, Nathan, you need to play melody once in a while. You, Nathan, raise your hand if that's the truth. And and I say you need to instead of just you know you need to do stuff like play play a little melodic line. And and lo and behold, here this morning he was doing some of that. And I say, yeah. And, and he becomes, and it becomes where God has given him a gift to play that guitar. As he has given a gift for all of our guys. I don't want to pick him out specifically and exclude others because, I mean, all of our guys, Nick and Billy and, and Joey and Sean, all of them have a unique gift. But they have allowed themselves to be, as we talked about it, a few weeks back, they've allowed themselves to be teachable and, and be used in the body where they have time to develop. 
They have time to develop. How many can remember a few years back when we would kind of push some of our youth on Sunday night youth nights? Emily, about this tall, maybe? Emily, you get up there and preach, you know. Jacob, you get up there and preach. And, and a lot of the kids, we'd, we'd come up and say, come on, you can do it. You know, and, and, and they would come up and they would start to preach and, and we, they would preach and when they got done preaching. And after a while, I said to Emily and Jacob, now when you get done preaching this time, you, you go right to a prayer. Because I don't want them to clap. I don't want them to clap anymore. It was all right a while back. But we've moved on. You see, it's, they were moving in that gift where it was not just that they were learning how to do it. Now they were doing it. And God was using them. And, and, and the beautiful part, church, is that that functions as we become a part of the body and we allow the body to function as God wants it to function. Some ears, some noses, some mouths, some hearts, some large intestines, some livers, some stomachs. We all have a part in the body. And when we, when we step back and we say, wow, Wow. You know, Susan and Patrick, you know, I, I look at that son of yours come home from Mission Field and come back from school, and I say, Wow. God is perfecting the body. And, and we function as a whole, and, and we all have a part to play. We all have a part to play. The purpose of God's individually gifting is to ensure that there is complete ministry to the entire body and not simply limited ministry repetitiously performed by a few. There's other people that can take the offering at Word of Life better than Pastor Gary. And other people can do stuff. Other people can pray. Other people can preach. And, and we see it over and over. And when we understand how God is wanting to do that. Now, let me quickly move to uh, another uh, interesting story. There was a church that I heard about that had an issue that came up. And they were having trouble taking care of the senior citizens. That's a problem. How many know? Raise your hand. If that's a problem, if we don't take care of the senior citizens. Yes, I, I relate to that more and more every day. But, but in this particular church, they, they were not taking care of the widows. And, and, you know, I was trying to remember where that story, where that took place. And, and I said, Is, could it be Omaha? Could it be Youngstown? Could it be Grand Rapids, where Jack lives? It was in the sixth chapter of Acts. How many remember? The sixth chapter of Acts. Let me read a little of that to you, and I want you to notice a couple of things. Those, in those days, this is Acts chapter 6, verse 1, if you want to turn there. 
In those days, when the number of disciples were increasing, some of the Jews were complaining to the other Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, It would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. Brother, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the Spirit and wisdom. We will turn the responsibility over to them and will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. This proposal pleased the whole group. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith, and the Holy Spirit. And they chose others. But then verse 6, it says, They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid hands on them, so that the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly, and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith. There is a powerful example of a healthy, functioning church, my friends. So, uh, let me just point, uh, draw a couple of attention and just pull a few takeaways from this. What do we see? Okay, we, according to this chapter 6, we see part of the body wasn't functioning. One part was missing. The Bible says the widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. And, and then the leaders recognize the issue. It would not be right. It would not be right. They saw a problem in the body. And how many know there's always problems that develop in the body? When there's people there, and I won't say my favorite scripture this time in this regard, but when there's people around, there's things that we have to do. We have to do. Um, so the leaders recognized the issue. They appointed. Brothers, choose seven men from among you. Now, I, this is interesting in that they didn't put it in the bulletin. We need somebody to do this. They appointed them. Larry, you're appointed. Notice how it happened? They appointed this guy, and they appointed Stephen, obviously. And, and notice what were the qualifications for waiting on the senior citizens. Known to be full of the Spirit and wisdom. You see, in none of the things that happen in this church does the qualifications need to be any less than that. Full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whether we're working in the twos and threes, whether we're working in the nursery, whether we're working sound, or whether we're, we're, we're playing something uh, on the instruments, God is saying that, that he, is, he is working and He wants to work through vessels that are full of the Spirit and with wisdom. So what happened as a result? When they covered the weak spot in the system, they said, so the word of God spread. They took care of the widows 
And the word of God spread. They appointed these people. Now, was Stephen qualified? You know, I am not really sure, and the, and the word doesn't tell us, if Stephen was qualified to take care of the distribution of food. We might say, and when we see, and we, of course our, our minds spin ahead to, the, to what's in the book, uh, but we might say, church, that, the, um, that he was overqualified. He was too good for that job. That he was smarter than taking care of tables. But it's interesting again. Did that hinder the life and the ministry of Stephen? Notice the last uh, part from verse 8. Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, did great wonders and miraculous signs among the people. Can I just point out, church, when God appoints us and and allows us to work in ministry, he he will use us in way more powerful ways than it first appears. I believe Stephen did his job. He did his job. But he, uh, he functioned in God, and, and it didn't limit God in the end. Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, did great wonders, did great wonders and miraculous signs among the people. Lots of gifts. And I'm going to skip, skip part of this. But I want to give us one more example. As we see the gifts of God working in, in the body. There's lots of gifts. Lots of gifts. And lots of gifted people. And I, I think of uh, Leonard and Bob Arasevich. Leonard. And, and these two guys have, have, have taken the men's class. Doing a great job. Doing a great job. And, and I see them perhaps functioning in, in the role of, of a mouth. Ba, ba, ba. But for India, I think that came out wrong. I think that came out. Forgive me, Leonard and Bob. Mouth as as oracles of the word, as channels for the word to be distributed. Would that be a better way to say that? Thank you very much. I appreciate your forgiveness. But as they function in the body as a God's mouthpiece for words to be communicated, it, it's very interesting to remember to ourselves that there has to be, for that to function, ears to hear. Some of us say, well, I'm not a good mouth in the body. I'm not, maybe like Moses, I can't speak very well. And that could be true, church. 
But I, I want to point out that we can be ears. Back on those uh, youth night evenings, when some of our young people were up here preaching, it was very good that there, people, that there would be people out here. Is there an amen to that? It had to be. It had to be. You see, we couldn't have had a youth night if nobody showed up. So what I'm saying is that in, as, as a part of the body church, we need to understand the importance of all the parts. We may not be a mouth that speaks the oracle of God. You notice how I'm trying to cover myself here multiple times because I need forgiveness from Leonard and Bob. If all of us can't be a mouth for God, we can be an ear. We can be an ear. And in the process, we encourage and, 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 and uh, affirm the people that are doing and a part, have other parts in the body. It is extremely important. And, and, and when I, I, uh, I see what God is wanting to do, and, and let me just bring up one more time from Romans chapter 5, and we'll finish with this scripture. The body we're talking about is Christ's body. The Christ body of chosen people. Each one of us finds our meaning and function as a part of his body. And uh, do you need to come to the piano, Emily and Nancy, if you can help? But um, I, my concern as pastor of our church is that the gifts are developed. You know, Ken is here today and I can remember how God used a gifted vessel in Ken's wife, Mitzi. And she would give words to this body. And we would, we would say, man, she's a woman of God. She is being used in the gifts of the Spirit. And sometimes my worry is, as pastor, and hear my heart, is I say, where is the next Mitzi? Where is the next one? Moses is dead. Where is the next Joshua? And, and we, can, we can come to church and we can say, oh, I don't need to worry. I know God has given me things to do and say and, and sometimes He even gives me thoughts that almost seem like I should say them to everybody, you know, at a, an appropriate time in the service. But, but Mitzi's here. Mitzi will take care of it. Mitzi isn't here. Church. And, and I believe in the plan of God, there are new Mitzis out there. 
And that Mitzi may be 12 years old now. That new Mitzi may be 16. And, and some of the guys that were used so much of the Lord, the, the Jim Gorbys out the nursing homes and the jails and stuff. Where's our next ones? Because, you see, church is, is not just a participate, uh, a, uh, that which we uh, observe. We can't all be in the stands in God's game of life. Some of us have to say, I can take my place on the offensive line. I can take my place on the defensive line. I can be a quarterback. I can be uh, an end. I can be a safety. I can be whatever. I can be a, a nursery worker. I can be a helper in the new skybound with Dina. I can be a part of the youth. I could help with the youth. I could go to the youth. And, and I could be an encourager, an ear, as we illustrated with, with Leonard and Bob in the men's class. And, and I just pray that, that you would open yourselves up to understanding, church, where God wants you to be. I'd like you just to bow your heads with me for a minute. We were all formed by God. He knew us in, in the womb. Some of us aren't mouths. Some of us are perhaps ears, noses, inner parts. But we all need each other. And we all function best. The body functions best when all the parts are working perfectly. We can be a runner for God when all the parts are working perfectly. Lord, Jesus, Jesus. I'm, I suppose there would, this could be a good time to have sign-up cards. Say, would you do this? Would you do this? And, and that's, that's not my goal at this point in time. My goal is to help us to understand how we play a part, how we play a part of the body of Christ and how he wants us to come to the table, as it were, and come to the place where we say, yes, God, I will function as a healthy ear. I will function as a healthy mouth, a healthy uh, part of the body. Could I just... And, and this morning I've already gone over time, but I can... If there are those of you that would just affirm to me and to God that you have not let him use your gift to the fullest extent that he should and he could.
Would you just raise your hand? Lord, Lord, I I ask you to help me. What are the parts of the body in which you want me to function in? Which are the what are the parts of the body that I need to to encourage and other people to do? And how can I help this congregation more to understand how how they are special in God's eyes and that God has a plan and he's hoping that they'll choose that plan versus to go their own way and choose their own plan as if they knew what that plan would be and the best plan that would be for them. We know that you desire us to to have joy and completeness in that joy. Lord, to continue to do your work in us. Do your work in us. And as as we move out into the community, as we move out into various areas of our influence, whether they be at school, at work, in the home, wherever, in the community. Lord, allow us to move in an energized gift that you have given us. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We will give you honor for what you do in us. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Appreciate you as a part of our family. Let me remind you again, 6 o'clock tonight is the fabulous movie DVD by Ray Comfort 180. God bless you. We'll see you soon.